Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here's a sample of what you'll be hearing today. So God gives you a word. Now remember, God's not selfish. He's not selfish. And whenever he gives you a seed, whenever he gives you a word, it's not only for you, but it's for those that are around you. And his intent, again, is to bless the nations. But his word needs to find good ground. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now, here is today's message. Hello, everybody. Welcome once again to another Bible study adventure right here at Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center. We've been having a dynamic time diving in God's rich word, and I pray that you have been having a wonderful time, too. If this is your very first time joining us, we're in a series entitled The Parables of Jesus. And we've been endeavoring to dive into the rich word of God and glean out truths that we know that will bless our lives. Thank you so much for joining me. So wherever you are and whenever you are watching or listening, we thank you for doing so. Thank you for being a part of this service. All right. Well, Again, we're in the series entitled The Parables of Jesus, and we started here in the book of Mark. We've been here for a couple of weeks now, maybe three. I think this is part four of the series, and we're going right back into the book of Mark, the fourth chapter, and I'm going to do a little bit of reading once again. I'm going to read Mark 4, verses 1 through 20, and then we'll talk about this final part of this parable. Remember, in this series, we're talking about the parables of Jesus, that's exactly what the title says, the, the parables of Jesus. And there are many of them in the Gospels. And I'm not going to say we're going to talk about all of them, but we'll definitely get to a few. All right. So let's go ahead and get into tonight's word once again. Mark, the fourth chapter, verses one through 20. And this is how it reads. And he began again to teach by the by the seaside and there was gathered unto him a great multitude, so that he entered into a ship and sat in the sea, and the whole multitude was by the sea on the land. And he taught them many things by parables, and said unto them in his doctrine, Hearken, behold, there went out a sower to sow. And it came to pass, as he sowed, some fell by the wayside. And the fowls of the air came and devoured it up. And some fell on stony ground, where it had not much earth. And immediately it sprang up, because it had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, it was scorched. And because it had no root, it withered away. And some fell among thorns. Now this is what we're going to talk about tonight this last part of this parable. This is wonderful, all right? So remember, we're gonna, Jesus interprets this further on, and we're going to look at that and really get into the interpretation. But I wanted you to notice the first part of this uh, as he's telling the people there. And we're also going to notice the last part of this as Jesus is explaining it to his disciples. He's explaining it to us. All right. So again, let's go back in part number seven. Oh, Lord. Verse number seven. 
And it, yeah, there may be a part seven. Yes, there will be in this series, but not to this. All right, let's go. All right, again, verse number seven, it says, and some fell among thorns and the thorns grew up and choked it and it yielded no fruit. And other fell on good ground and did yield fruit that sprang up and increased and brought forth some 30 and some 60 and some an hundred. And he said unto them, he that hath an ear to hear, let him hear. And when he was alone, they that were about him with the 12 asked of him the parable. And he said unto them, unto you it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God. But unto them that are without, all, all these things are done in parables, that seeing they may see and not perceive, and hearing they may hear and not understand. Least at any time they should be converted and their sin should be, um, their sin should be forgiven them. Now we went over all of this on the previous versions of this. So make sure you go back and, uh, and really look at them on the previous parts that is, all right? So we're gonna go on, verse 13. And he said unto them, know ye not this parable? And how then will ye know all parables? The sower soweth the word. And this, of course, is the word of the kingdom. All right, so here's the explanation as we go on. And these are they by the wayside where the word is sown. But when they have heard, Satan cometh immediately and taketh away the word that was sown in their hearts. Verse 16, and these are they likewise which are sown on stony ground, who, when they have heard the word, immediately receive it with gladness, with joy. In verse 17, and have no root in themselves, and so endure but for a time. Afterwards, when affliction or persecution ariseth for the word's sake, immediately they are offended. And that's where we stopped off on last week. But now, Let's talk about this thorny place tonight, all right? This, again, is verse number 18, and this is where we're going to um, stop, probably conclude this parable uh, tonight. This is so thrilling. Now, I'm going to read this, and so put your thinking caps on, and I hope you prayed up, because this is going to be exquisite tonight. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Here we go. Verse 18. And it says, these are they which are sown among thorns. All right. This. So the Lord is talking about. Let me go ahead. And, uh, let me finish reading it and then we'll talk about it. OK, I, I'm just ready to roll with it. All right. But let's go on. Verse 18 again. And these are they which are sown among thorns such as hear the word and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches and the lust of other things enter in and choke the word and it becometh unfruitful. Finally, verse number 20. And these are they which are sown on good ground, such as hear the word and receive it and bring forth fruit. Some 30-fold, some 60, and some an hundred. Whew, finally, we are here now. Thank the Lord. Let's talk about this thorny place. Now, one thing I want you to understand is that, of course, we know the seed 
is being sown in the hearts of the people. That's the ground. The ground is the hearts of the people. The seed itself is the word of God. It is the word of the kingdom that is sown into the hearts of the people. Now, remember the word of the kingdom, the word of God is meant to bring them life, health, strength, whatever they need. This is a word from God that the father sends out that's going to bless their lives and bless those that are around them. Think about this for a moment as we talk about before we get into the thorny place. Let's look at verse number 20. Verse 20 is the is that good ground. Jesus calls it good ground. The good ground receives the seed. Let's look at it one more time. Uh, These are they which are sown on good ground, such as hear the word and receive it and bring forth. They hear the word, receive it, and then it brings forth. Grab a hold of that. That's where we ought to be, hearing the word of God and we receive it. Now, receiving it is not as easy as it sounds because the other conditions that we've talked about, the wayside hearer uh, and the one that received the seed of God's word, the seed uh, on stony ground. And now in in a minute, we're going to talk about the one that received the word on thorny ground or among thorns. All of these are conditions of the heart. Now, the very last part of this one, this is not someone I used to think that, hey, Lord, I want to be, I want to be like that person that has the good ground, the heart that hears your word and can receive it. That is deeply get it into me, having nothing there to hinder your word, having nothing in me that rejects your word or persecutes your word. But I'm allowing this word to go full force and full course, have full course in my life so that I can produce fruit that will bless the world. Bless me, of course, my family and all those that are around us. I used to think, Lord, I want to be like him. But understand something. Being like that person is a progression. It's progression. We're walking closer and closer to Christ. Because remember, once upon a time, we also heard the word of God and discarded it. Just like the person that is the wayside hearer. Yeah, yeah, I heard about church. Yeah, I hear about Jesus. Yeah, yeah. And then once upon a time, we were also we also had stony hearts. We had the, we, we came into the church, maybe we, we heard the message and it was so good to us, but we weren't willing to commit to bringing it to pass. So when persecution came, somebody said something to us about it or they confronted us or, you know, it, we got offended and, you know, we just didn't produce anything. Now we're at the point where the word is sown among thorns. Now notice something as well, that Satan is only directly involved in the wayside hearer. I mean, we talked about that where he has the ability to go in and extract the word that was sown into their hearts of the wayside hearer because they just rejected it. And so the enemy came and he took that away. So now the enemy is not directly influencing these hearts, but he is setting up circumstances, circumstances and and other people that are there to, they can't take the word out of your heart, 
But these other forces are there to prevent the word from taking deep root in you and from you bringing the fruit forth of it. You know, the Lord could talk to you about healing and deliverance, how he wants to heal your body and make you whole. But not only that, he also declares that uh, the believer shall, shall lay hands on the sick and the sick shall recover. Well, that's a word that comes from God. And God wants that word to land square right in your heart and be received, deeply received in you. And then he wants that word to grow and produce. And guess what? You laying hands on people and you're seeing those healings come to pass. Just like a word of a, a word of joy, a word of faith, right? A word of gladness, whatever that is, God will give you the seed of a word that is for you. Definitely. But it also should grow up and produce fruit that will bless all those that are around you. He can do this through situations, through circumstances. Of course, he can he can plant a word in your heart through a church service or or through a Bible study here in video or podcast. Surely he can. He can do it in other ways, too. Maybe even in a dream. God gives you a word. Maybe he's telling you, hey, I want you to start this business. I want you to start this ministry. I want you to do this and that. Well, that's a seed that God plants in your heart. His desire is to plant that seed in you and that it would grow up, bless you and bless all those that are around you. He could give you a thought or a seed, a word for a food bank. Well, of course, your family is going to be fed. But think about all the other families in the community that will also be fed. Hallelujah. You get it. So God gives you a word. Now, remember, God's not selfish. He's not selfish. And whenever he gives you a seed, whenever he gives you a word, it's not only for you, but it's for those that are around you. And his intent, again, is to bless the nations. But his word needs to find good ground. Now, in order for that good ground to be there, we have to go through these stages. Go through the stages of rejecting his word. I don't want to hear that. And then to, hey, I'm receiving this with gladness, but I'm not quite ready to give all of my life toward it. That's what the second heart is, right? To this thorny place. Now he's got to deal with these thorns that are in the heart. And once he deals with that, you're ready to produce. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? You're ready to produce fruit that will bless the nation. So let's go back. And now notice as well, you, you receive uh, or you will produce some 30, 60, some 100 fold. So it's going to multiply. Your effectiveness will multiply exponentially as God's blessing, as his seed gets in your heart and grows in you. It's going to come forth and bless the nations. So let's look at this final uh, hindrance to the word. Let's look again. And uh, we're going to look at this in one more time. Let's look at verse number 18. Here's our final hindrance. It says, and these are they which are sown among thorns. Now understand this is a heart. This heart of this person has thorns growing in it. Now, the Bible says that, that the seed is sown among thorns. So which one was there first? Was it the seed or the thorns? Right. It's going to have to be the thorns because the seed was sown among thorns. 
So the thorns were already planted in the hearts, well rooted in the hearts before the word got there. Same thing with the stony ground. The stones were already there. The, the seed was sown on the stony ground. The wayside was already there. So again, these thorns were already a part of this person's heart. Let's look at this for a second. Now, I did just a simple, um, simple search on what does it really mean? What do thorns really mean? Let me give you this definition. I know you know it anyway, but let me just give this to you anyway. I believe it's going to make some things a lot clearer. A thorn is a sharp, pointy protrusion that exists on the outside of some plants. True thorns are very short, pointy branches that come from rather that come off of the plant's stem. They are embedded deeply into the woody structure of the branches. Do not, they do not break easily. And listen to this part. They exist to protect the plant from being eaten. The thorns are there to protect the plants. So from being eaten or maybe there's some other property there, but this definition says from being eaten. So this plant is trying to protect itself. It's trying to, the thorns are trying to protect what's planted in the ground. Now grab a hold of this. The thorns were there first in the heart. These weeds, these thorns were there first. And their thorns, the thorns are there for a purpose and that's to protect the heart. Thorns are there to protect the heart. Now, how many times have you tried to protect your heart from other people and from other influences? Uh, let's say you've been really hurt really badly in a relationship and someone comes around you trying to start a relationship with you. They get they get poked. They get pricked, don't they? You know, they say, "Ooh, why are you why are you like this? Why are you so sharp against me? You know, I mean, this stings. It hurts me to be around you. Why? Because the thorns are in place in the heart to protect the heart against anything coming in. So this person has is, is already said these are these are three. And now we're going to talk exactly what these thorns are in a minute and, and what they represent. But they are there to protect the heart. They are there to protect it from anything getting in. That in, could include, of course, the word of God here, but it also includes relationships, right? It, it includes uh, possibly some other opportunities and some other thoughts as well. This person has said, you're not going to hurt me again. I'm not going to be hurt in this area again. Well, the word of God comes and the word of God comes to challenge us in different areas of our hearts. The word of God will cultivate and it will thrive in a good heart, a heart that is not guarded by thorns. Now, remember, the word of God does tell us to guard our heart with all diligence because out of it are the issues of life. But we're not guarding it with thorns and we're not guarding it against the word of God either. Got me? All right. So there are times when we the Lord commands us to to guard our heart, but it is not these, not with this. And let me show you what these thorns are as we're about to close out tonight. This is so wonderful. Now, the Lord lists these thorns and what they are. 
So it says here again, verse 18, and these are they which are sown among thorns, such as hear the word. All right. Here are the thorns. Verse 19, and the cares of this world, that's a thorn. And the deceitfulness of riches, that's a thorn. And the lust of other things enter in and do what? Choke the word and it becometh unfruitful. All right. So those are three thorns that are embedded into our hearts that the Lord has to remove. They have to be removed in order for the fruit of God's word to grow in order for that seed to germinate, to get down there deep and come out. Now we're going to discuss these, but oh my goodness, my time's about gone. So I guess it's going to have to be the next time. But let me just say this. This ground did not produce because it did not, or this person uh, is not, did not uh, reproduce the word because the seed didn't get down there deeply. No, the seed got in, the seed of the word got into the person's heart. It was not like stony ground where the seed of the word just penetrates just a little bit because it had, the Bible says it had no depth of the earth. It couldn't get really down in there. Couldn't get really deep down into the heart. No, this seed, God's word really got into this person's heart. They received it. They didn't just receive it with joy, but the word was in there. But the word didn't go anywhere. It didn't do anything. It, um, it may even have began to develop roots, right? Roots under the ground. I mean, something is really happening, right? But it begins to come up. And the Bible says here in verse number 18, uh, well, verse 19, the end result is the word is choked. So as this seed that's planted in our hearts it begins to grow. It begins to germinate. It begins to develop roots. But as it comes up and it looks like it's beginning to grow fruit, it looks like it's beginning. It's, these are the beginning stages of something good happening in your life. What happens? All these other thorns choke it. The Bible says, and it becometh unfruitful, meaning that it was on the way to becoming fruitful. You ever had something in your life is going so good, you're, you're doing really well with God. Now, the Lord, I feel the Lord really talking to somebody tonight. You're really doing well with God. I mean, your prayer life is really good. I mean, you're you're able to fast sometimes, too. You're you're studying your Bible and things are going so well. But then all of a sudden something happens. It seems like something chokes your enthusiasm for the scripture seems like something just rises up and you really don't want to read the Bible anymore. You don't really want to pray anymore. You don't really feel like going to church anymore, but you were doing so well. What happened? These thorns rose up. And just as when you were feeling the anointing of God, you were really flowing. You're really doing what God wants you to do. You became unfruitful. You were doing it. So this person is nearer to the good ground than any of the others were. This heart is almost ready. But before it can produce 30, 60, 100 fold, we've got to deal with the thorns. And we're going to deal with that on the next time we come back. I'm, I'm excited about it. Our time is gone for tonight, but I look forward to being back with you next week. And we'll go into the thorny place 
part number two. We're going to take a lot of time to really dive into these three, uh, these three types of thorns. So you be ready and you be with me on next week. Now, don't forget, you can join me on our website 24 hours a day at www.kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can find this video and the entire series. Don't forget to check us out every Sunday morning on our website or on the YouTube or on Roku or on podcasts. Yes, all, all over the Kingdom Rock Network. And you can join us for the next service. I know it's going to be a blessing to you. And I pray you're really blessed by our network. We've got some awesome awesome men and women of God who are bringing forth the word that I know is going to richly bless your life. Until the next time, remember, Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. I will see you on the next time. All right. Bye-bye. Well, we pray that you were blessed and encouraged by today's message. Don't forget, you can connect with us at our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. So check it out today. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time.